0: Hey, what's up everybody? You're tuned into For Real Though with me, Rock Ruiz. And it's been a while. And it's been a while because it's been two weeks since Avengers Endgame came out. And I have just been recovering, man. Like, I didn't want to do a podcast right away because I didn't want to sound overly emotional. Because that's what I was after seeing the movie. I was an emotional wreck. And if you weren't after seeing that movie, then you're lying, buddy. Because that movie... The payoff was huge. It's connected to all the past twenty-one films. Like it's not it doesn't feel forced or contrived at all. It's naturally connected to all of them. Like all the characters, all the plot lines, they all came together just so naturally. So it was so genuine. Like it felt so authentic. This movie, it felt so pure. Felt so pure. Yeah, that's the exact word I'm looking for. Pure. Cause Nothing feels forced in this movie. And I love how it's centralized around the characters. And all the characters have their own respective arcs. All the characters have their own respective roles to play that didn't feel useless. And, okay, it's it's pointless to, to point fingers at DC. But DC, come on. Do you see what Marvel's doing, right? They're taking their time. It's a slow burn that has the best payoff. And... Look how amazing Avengers Endgame was. It's probably the best movie of all time. I'm not even joking. And I'm not just talking about that on a... I'm not just talking about Avengers Endgame being the best movie of all time, commercially speaking, because of the the ticket sales. Because it's practically, like, number one already. It just has to beat Avatar, but it has, like, months to go before, you know, the numbers start... stop being counted... And it's almost beating Avatar after, what, just like two weeks? I bet it's going to go for $4 billion or at least $3 billion. It's going to break records, dude. But okay, I usually do movie reviews. Like, I point out the good parts, the bad parts, why you should see it, uh, the parts that I would have changed. But for this movie, nah. Nah, man. I'm going to do something a little bit different because if I just review this movie... I'm going to fanboy out the entire podcast. Like, I love this movie to to bits. To, to its last atom. I love everything about it. It's perfect. I don't care if stuff happened in the movie that were way too convenient or weren't logically sound. This is the best freaking possible ending to the MCU's Infinity Saga. Like, I dare you. I dare you to come up with a better ending that made use of all the characters, all the plot lines, was this emotionally satisfying and heartbreaking. Dude, it's freaking perfect. Thank you, Russo Brothers. You guys are my freaking heroes. Okay, so as I was saying, I'm not going to do a a normal movie review for this movie because, yeah, it would just be me blabbering on and on and on about how I loved it. So instead, I'm going to talk about my favorite scenes in the movies. In the movie, my favorite scenes in Avengers Endgame that are kind of underrated. Because, okay, major spoiler alert, okay? Because I'm guessing all of you have seen it by now. It's been two weeks. You've had your time to see it. So, if you haven't seen it yet, do yourself a favor. Pause this podcast. Go to your closest cinema. I don't care if you have work today, if you have school. If you have work or school today, why are you listening to my podcast? But anyway... Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, what the heck, man? What the heck? But, okay. I'm gonna be talking about the scenes that got to me in the movie that are underrated. Because obviously we have the scenes that got to everyone that are universally loved by me. Me also, because, like, I'm part of the universe. Well, okay, okay, that was redundant. But, um, uh, there are scenes in the movie that everyone just just, you know, loves, like, Iron Man's ending, Captain America's ending with Peggy, the freaking hammer scene with Captain America wielding that hammer. That was freaking awesome. Um, So many scenes. Like, the battle in the end, or when Sam said, On your left. And the rings just started appearing everywhere. And the whole cinema went wild. The whole cinema went crazy. Like... I don't care. It was my third time watching already. I can't help but tear up at that last battle. And cheer. Man, it was amazing. Everyone just came together perfectly. So, okay. I just said I wasn't going to be talking about the mainstream loved scenes. But here I am. Uh, But, okay. Here are the scenes that were underrated. First of all, I'd like to talk about nebulous scenes. Like, most of nebulous scenes... Dude, they're amazing. Nebula from this background character in the first Guardians of the Galaxy is now taking center stage as, you know, a representative of the Guardians cast. Because, like, she has an even larger role to play than Rocket. And Rocket is, like, one of the main Guardians. And in this movie, Nebula, man. Nebula. it's Her scenes are powerful, like... You get to see how much she was really under Thanos. How much she was abused and just used basically by Thanos. And how it really tormented her as a person. Like, okay, the opening scene. That's not Hawkeye's family dying, okay? The next scene. Tony Stark and Nebula. Most people would just breeze over this scene. But it's it's a beautiful scene. Because you get to see how Tony Stark, him being the hyper-intelligent person he is. He knows how to deal with people. He's a people person. He's not just book smart. He's socially smart as well. Like, he knew how to deal with Nebula. Like, Nebula's this guarded, aggressive person. But he was able to make her, you know, let her guard down. And dude, Tony Stark saying, good job, you won. Dude, that was probably the first time Nebula ever won anything or got affirmation. And that was powerful, man. That was so beautiful. And besides that, you know, Nebula shooting herself, shooting her past self. Dude, that's amazing. I know it could be taken as a metaphor, but even literally, it was amazing because, dude, she is, like, renouncing that that old Nebula that was a pushover that would do anything for freaking stupid-ass Thanos. Whew. I'm getting worked up just thinking about that movie, man. Thinking about all these scenes and Nebula's friendship with Rocket. Dude, they were both aggressive characters, respectively, and dude, they're, they're a lot nicer now. There's character development, man. Rocket's less pissed all the time. I mean, sure, he's a lot more... He's still, like, sarcastic a lot. But he's way nicer. He's way more understanding, and so is Nebula. That's character development, man. DC, sorry I keep calling you guys out, but please take note. Okay, uh, if any of you guys out there are thinking that I'm a DC basher, please. That's not true. Because I freaking love The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight is my favorite movie of all time. And I love DC to bits. That's why I want them to do better. Okay. Back to Marvel. Back to Marvel. Dude. Another powerful scene. Was Sam Wilson finally becoming Captain America. I mean, sure, we didn't wait that long. But, dude, that's, that's powerful. man. like... I love this movie because... Even though you can take everything literally, because it's not meant to be like a figure speech metaphor kind of movie like a lot, lots of the artsy indie films are. But you can, you can see that scene where Captain America is handing the shield to Sam. And dude, that's, that's, that's amazing. It It's like breaking down walls of racism without trying too hard. Without being on the nose. Without being too tacky about it. It just does it naturally. It just feels so genuine. (sighs) Stop getting worked up, Rocco. Stop it. The movie ended two weeks ago. You saw it two weeks ago. Stop. Dude, this movie. This movie is freaking. It gets to me just thinking about it. (sighs) Russos. The heck, man. You guys are geniuses. Anyways. Man, I'm going on and on and on. Okay, uh, okay. I loved, I loved that scene where the women of Marvel all got together. And, you know, I'm sure some of you think it's fan service. I think it's fan service. It felt a little forced, but I loved it. Freaking, I could not keep myself from cheering in that scene. I, I know, like, what are the odds of zero men actually helping in that scene? But, dude, give it to them. This, that scene was amazing. Like, okay, it's not underrated, but I just had to bring it up. Because that scene was powerful. Sure, it didn't feel completely genuine. But it was an amazing scene. Just to see them all together. Sharing a scene together. Whooping Thanos' freaking ass. Woo! Avengers Endgame. <laughs> I'm I'm losing my train of thought because of how, how much I'm thinking about how great that movie was okay another thing that people overlook is Thor they look at Thor as a joke in this movie like most people see him as a comic relief but he's not dude Thor is humanized so much in this movie like his scene with his mom dude that was freaking that's underrated people don't talk about that enough and Thor had enough power in him. Uh, Thor being at his lowest point, being depressed and all. He had the enough power in him to not go to Loki, even if he misses his brother. To not go to Jane. He tried to avoid everything, but he couldn't help. But running into his mom. And dude, like, I love it. Even if you, if you didn't watch Thor The Dark World, you'd appreciate the connection. Thor has with his mom in this scene, because Thor's a mama's boy. I mean, sure they looked up to their dad, but he was the strict one. Loki and Thor are Mama's boys. And it just got me so emotional when Thor got closure with his mother, because he didn't get that in Thor the Dark World. And I guess that's what I love about this movie in general, because everyone got closure. Iron Man's scene with his dad, dude. I got worked up in that scene like man when when Howard Stark said you know that kid's not even around yet but I'd do anything for him dude dude why are you trying to make all of us cry in the theater right now the movie's not even half over <gasps> okay back to the other scenes okay lastly okay not lastly second to the lastly dude Wanda freaking whooping Thanos' ass. That was amazing. I know she had like maybe two speaking lines in the entire movie. But dude, Wanda kicking Thanos' butt. I just proved she's like one of the strongest Avengers. If not the strongest Avenger. That scene was so powerful when she was lifting Thanos and stripping his clothes off. She scared Thanos so much. That he had half of his army killed just to save his own ass. And that's, what's, that's what I hate about Thanos, man. But that's why he's so well-written. Is he's so selfish at the end of the day. He is using all his children. He's using his army. He doesn't care who dies. Sure, he has a soft spot for Gamora. But everyone else, he's just using them, man. Sure, he might be a little bit attached to his children. But he doesn't care if they die as long as he remains safe. He's this megalomaniac that has this messianic complex, but he's so real, cause dude, I can name so many people who are actually like Thanos—not on a literal level where they kill half the universe—but how they're just so full of themselves and they get—they think it's their job to to make everything right at any cost, even if it messes up so many other people's lives. But anyway, I digress. Back to the movie. <laughs> Back to the movie. Lastly, the thing people don't talk about enough is Black Widow. Dude, she. If you. If you had a Marvel Marathon catch up leading up to Endgame, you'd see how much her character developed. She became a lot softer, a lot more open, as compared to an Iron Man 2, where she was just this tough, badass chick. She. gained this sense of family with the Avengers. And. The fact that she was the sacrifice for the Soul Stone uh, made so much sense. If it was Clint, sure, we'd feel bad. But Natasha had to do it, man. Because, like, dude, the Avengers aren't exactly Clint's family. He wouldn't do, do anything for them. Because, like, okay, I know getting the Soul Stone saves the whole universe. And um Clint... Family is part of that universe, naturally. But it was the mission. The mission was the Avengers' mission. And I think Natasha had to make that sacrifice. Because to her, the Avengers are everything. Because that's her family. So she'd do anything for the mission. Because the mission was basically her family. And that's amazing. Come on, how can you kill off Hawkeye... With his children still being kids and all. Dude, he couldn't do that. It's it just better off this way. I mean, I'm gonna miss Black Widow and all, but her sacrifice made her an even bigger hero than she already was. And people don't talk about that enough. And they need to. I, I, I don't like, though, how people just complain like illogically. They're like, oh, where's Natasha's funeral? Why was Iron Man given a funeral just because he's a man? Just because he's not a woman like Natasha? Come on, guys. It's it's, it's a movie. Natasha's funeral probably happened off screen. The Avengers are freaking probably hella depressed because of Natasha's death. But you don't have to show everything in a movie. Just because it wasn't shown didn't mean it didn't happen in a movie. And that's... That's what people seem to overlook a lot. They're like, ooh, plot hole. Ooh, this person wasn't given enough attention. But, dude, come on. Just because it wasn't shown. Come on. Anyways, that's that's about all I have to talk about the underrated scenes in Avengers. Like, for me at least. Those are the underrated things. Because everybody loves the the Captain America hammer scene, the I love you 3000 scene in the end, the freaking funeral, the, the comedic scenes with the Hulk and the taco <laughs> when he was giving the taco to Ant-Man, dude, the, no matter how many times I've seen it, I crack up every single time. And honestly, I'm just kind of drained right now uh reminiscing Avengers Endgame and I plan to watch it again cuz I am going to donate all my life savings To making sure it beats Avatar, which is an incredible movie. Avatar is a great movie, but it's extremely overrated. So Avengers deserves to be at the top. And thank you for listening to all... How long have I been talking? Oh my god. 18 minutes already. Thank you for listening to this entire podcast. It means so much. and i hope you loved endgame as much as i did because it was a freaking amazing movie so worth the wait the payoff was amazing marketing was amazing for it i love how they didn't spoil anything in the trailers like the trailers were basically a trailer for the trailers were trailers for like the first 10 minutes of endgame and that's beautiful so much self-control marvel i love you i love you marvel i love you russo brothers Endgame is a freaking perfect movie for real though.